TGIF, everyone. It's Friday, June 23rd, 2023. This week's topic, emerging India. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi was in Washington this week. The goal was to enhance the growing alliance with the United States, as well as seek mutual investments, as this country represents a strategic counterweight to China. Modi also met with top leaders from Silicon Valley. That included Apple's Tim Cook, Microsoft's Satya Nadella, and Alphabet's Sundar Pinchai. The Prime Minister also met with Elon Musk earlier in the week in New York. Cooperation on artificial intelligence development and policies was a top focus for this visit. And this is a strategically significant time for both nations as geopolitics brew both hot and cold, and East and West are increasingly at odds with one another. In many ways, India is caught in the middle. India and China have been rivaled emerging nations for a couple of decades and were the cornerstones of what the investment world labeled the BRIC, standing for Brazil, Russia, China, and India, the BRIC nations at the dawn of the new millennium. China has clearly emerged as the rival superpower to the United States. Russia and Brazil have in many ways 20th century economies tied to commodity exports. They've been lacking the innovative and technological prowess that's largely driven by the tight-gripped governments. That's held their collective advancement back in the digital age. But India is different. Prime Minister Modi believes the time is now ripe for India's ascent. Now, India and China share a 2,000-mile border, and they're not exactly friendly neighbors. The boundaries have been contested for decades. A good part of India's strategy to deal with the belligerent Beijing has run through Washington. Both see China as a threat. But India's strategy also runs through Moscow as well. India buys a lot of Russian oil, and have also relied on military equipment from Moscow dating back to the Soviet days. This has complicated the American relationship. Now, India's neutral stance on Russia's war in Ukraine, the increased Russian oil imports, and the defense systems created a bit of a strain. Modi has been clear, India doesn't view geopolitics as a game in which you have to choose sides. The result? Washington and New Delhi agree to disagree, and left it at that. Now, the United States has avoided criticizing India's Russian ties. Washington decided not to place sanctions for buying Russian oil and defense equipment. Importantly, India has demonstrated an interest in diversifying its military resources and expanding Western relations. India is part of the Quad, which is an alliance between the United States, Japan, and Australia. This group of four has a shared mistrust of China's intentions. Prime Minister Modi has said that India is monitoring Russia-China relations given the increased U.S.-China tensions and that war in Ukraine. What's also clear, India does not want relations with Russia to collapse either. India is an energy importer, big time, having little domestic oil and gas supplies. Its economy has benefited mightily by the purchasing of Russian oil at very steep discounted prices. Now, India just replaced China as the world's most populous nation. With a billion four, one in six citizens on planet Earth live in India. One in three live in China and India combined. Just think about that for a minute. It's absolutely incredible. For perspective, one in 25 people live in the United States. What's more, India's population is much younger than in China. The majority of the Indian people are under the age of 30. Despite its size, India is still one of the poorest nations. Agriculture accounts for over half of the jobs, but less than 20% of economic output every year. Manufacturing, technology, and financial services are growing quite quickly as job creation meets job seeking. Now, there are increasingly more significant contributors to India's GDP. The Indian government has invested enormously in education and infrastructure, and India has been the recipient of supply chain shifts away from China, which have been strained by symptoms of both COVID and Cold War. With annual GDP of $3.5 India is now the world's fifth largest economy. 
It now outpaces the UK and France, trailing only the US, China, Japan, and Germany. Its economy is also growing at the fastest of the bunch, estimating 6% plus growth in 2023. India is expected to surpass Japan and Germany before the decade ends, putting them at number three. Now, India has been the target for human rights violations. Political opponents and human rights advocates have accused Modi's party, which has roots in Hindu nationalism, of encouraging religious polarization and anti-democratic policies. There are also issues of inequality for women. Violence, job discrimination, and unequal pay are serious issues and cannot be ignored. Now, Prime Minister Modi faced criticism and questioning on the subject this week. He defended his policy, saying, democracy is in our DNA. In many ways, India is where China was two decades ago. The investment opportunity is even more compelling with a younger, educated demographic. The Indian economy is today about a quarter the size of China, but it's growing faster. The United States has become its largest trading partner. And Elon Musk shares the enthusiasm. Quote, I'm actually incredibly excited about the future of India. I think India has more promise than any other large country in the world. End quote. Musk said Tesla will be making major investments in India soon. And U.S. National Security Spokesman John Kirby was quite specific in his praise for the growing Indian-American alliance. He said, quote, there's no more consequential partner than India when it comes to issues like artificial intelligence, quantum computing, resilient supply chains, clean energy, semiconductors, and climate change. This is all strategically important stuff. Back at the White House, President Biden and Prime Minister Modi announced a series of agreements around supply chains, clean energy, military assistance, and technology. That includes India joining the American-led Space Exploration Initiative. Apple's leading the charge with increased manufacturing facilities in India. Micron, the largest U.S. chip manufacturer, announced it's building an $800 million factory in India. Production's already ramping. U.S. chip imports from India multiplied more than 38 times in the first quarter of the year. Apple tripled its iPhone production in India this year as it seeks to reduce its dependence on China. And it's not just manufacturing that interests corporate America. India remains a highly lucrative and barely tapped marketplace. Of course, Apple's intrigued with India's 1.2 billion telecom customers. Very few are iPhone users yet. Apple shipped just 6 million of them last year. It's estimated that less than 4% of smartphones in India are Apple. In a post-COVID environment, American CEOs are becoming more comfortable with both work from home and work from India. Morgan Stanley produced a report stating in the coming decade, the number of people employed in India for jobs outside the United States is likely to at least double to over 11 million. Global spending and outsourcing is expected to spike from currently $180 billion a year to an estimated $500 billion by 2030. Now, India's population of a billion four plus with growing incomes would expand the consumption of all sorts of products and services. Things that we take for granted in our daily lives are novel to many around the world. Consumption is expanding. That's an opportunity that investors covet. And Indian consumption could more than double from $2 trillion in 2022 to over $5 trillion by the end of the decade, according to Morgan Stanley. The greatest gains will be found in non-grocery retail. That would include apparel and accessories, travel and leisure, as well as all the basic household goods and services that we take for granted. To fuel this growth, India needs energy. Demand for fossil fuel continues to be strong, but India is embracing clean solutions with both hands. An estimated two-thirds of India's new energy consumption will be supplied by renewables. This would reduce India's reliance on imported energy, which is a big threat to Russia. It would also improve the living conditions in a country that's currently home to 14 of the 20 most polluted cities in the world. India aspires to be cleaner, 
but it's very mindful of the constant need for reliable and cost-effective energy sources. And Prime Minister Modi said ties between New Delhi and Washington are stronger and deeper than ever. This, as India moves to secure what he sees as its rightful place on the world stage at a moment of geopolitical turmoil. India's emerging. Modi says that India's on the side of peace. That's a good side to be on. The world needs more to move in that direction and commit to staying on that peaceful side. Have a nice weekend. We'll be back dark and early on Monday. I'm Mike Frazier.